to the Hallmarkies podcast. I'm your host, Casey, and today I have here Jess with me. Woo! Hey, guys. Jess, we're back. It's so much fun to recap with you. Yes, it's yeah. very exciting. We have two very exciting movies to talk about. So. We sure do. And they're two random movies, kind of, but they all <laughs> fell um, on the same weekend. And I don't think that Sunday night had a movies and mysteries movie. It was just I if I only so. had Christmas. Yeah, I don't think there was there was I don't even think there was two movies on, you know what I mean? Like usually there's two and two. Yeah, yeah. So so it just kind of worked out that we are recapping USS Christmas and if I only had Christmas, which is very exciting for us because yes. earlier this year, I believe. Jen Lilly was both of our first interviews to do like ever. I believe so. Yeah. 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 That was um, <laughs> back. Yeah. It was back in May. We mm -hmm. talked to Jen. We were, uh, we told her about our top five favorite Jen Lilly movies. We also talked about the voices that give, which mm -hmm. was um, one of her projects that she was doing to support um, project orphan. Yes, Project Orphan. Yes. And it's been a long time since then. I mean, yeah. so much has happened. <laughs> I know. I know. It's crazy. And speaking of Jen Lilly, I have her, I have her sweater on for those of you who, have, who are watching this on YouTube, a Hallmark movie kind of day to support her newest um, project, which is Christmas is not canceled because <laughs> it's, it's not. not. <laughs> Clearly, I mean, if, if anyone's watching Hallmark, we know Christmas is not canceled. Christmas is everywhere. Of course. It's on your not. TV every, you know, Saturday and Sunday at 8 and 10. And Eastern last week, time. every day, <laughs> Monday, Sunday through Saturday, if you watch all of those during Thanksgiving. So that's fun. But I promise you guys, this has a tie-in to the movies this week because Currently, Jen Lilly is doing Christmas is Not Canceled, which is supporting the Toys for Tots and the USO, which her movie was USS Christmas, mm -hmm. talking about the Navy. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jess. So I'm going to go ahead and read the summary of USS Christmas, which aired on Saturday on Movies and Mysteries. So Maddie, played by Jen Lilly, a reporter for the Norfolk newspaper, embarks on a tiger cruise during Christmas time, where she meets a handsome naval officer, whose name is Billy, played by Trevor Donovan, and stumbles upon a mystery in the ship's archive room. And this also stars Barbara Niven, who I got to talk to, and when we recorded that interview, she was getting ready to host dinner for Trevor and Jill, Jen, <laughs> Trevor and Jen, because they were about to start shooting USS Christmas. So like, this is so fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> got all kinds of tie-ins going on. Oh, so Jess, what did you think about this movie? First initial thoughts. My overall thoughts uh, was that I enjoyed it. So the, the whole story with the letter wasn't super appealing to me because I'm not like a romantic. However, I thought Jen and Trevor had really great chemistry and Barbara was great in it. And so I thought they all had really strong performances. So even though I wasn't quite invested in, in the whole letter kind of angle, 
um, it really still worked for me because I thought they all acted very well together. So, yeah. yeah. That kind of surprises me because you're a postable. So I feel like the letter would be, you know, it, but it was like, it was too romantic of a letter <laughs> for me. <laughs> I was like, like uh, there was when she was like reading the letter out loud. I think he was, and he kind of had this look, like, okay, and like I'm like I'm Billy right here. Like he's like whatever on this romance Christmas thing. <laughs> She's all like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm like that's you and me right there. Yeah, <laughs> you could be Billy. <laughs> Okay. except i love christmas so i'm not there with billy but i'm the, the yeah. <laughs> you're yeah the female version of billy who actually enjoys christmas yeah there you go <laughs> um i i really enjoyed this movie too um so i am from the cradle of aviation pensacola which we are home to the blue angels um which is which that's the navy so it's very near and dear it's in my heart i don't have like um, family in the military, but just being surrounded by the Navy and having a lot of friends who have either spouses in the military or they are in the military themselves. Um, I just, I always really uh, enjoy these types of movies where there's Christmas and the military and like all the feels. So um, the letter or the diary part of the story, that was just bonus for me as opposed to, I was <laughs> all over that you guys <laughs> all over that but before we get into that part let's talk about their meet cute moment so <laughs> i am not gonna lie i had to pause the movie and laugh and then continue <laughs> because so my the part that I was just dying over is the fact that Jen's character spills red wine over this girl's white dress. Like, I think I I was very startled. Like, I think I literally went like, oh, oh. <laughs> and then paused and then laughed because it that's embarrassing. Like, real embarrassing. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't surprised by it because I had seen the preview show where they had showed that scene. So <laughs> I didn't even get that surprise factor as much. But yeah, um, I guess that's what you get for wearing a white dress to an event where there is wine and foods that may be spilled upon your dress. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not good <laughs> with white. I mean, I know I'm wearing white right now, but I literally wear this when I record. Yeah. And when I watch a movie that involves no drinks of color. <laughs> Let's make that clear. No pun intended. Uh, yeah. I spill things a lot. So white's not my color. Yeah. It's a good thing this is virtual. I might have spilled something on you. Who knows? You might have spewed something on me. I mean. <laughs> that has only happened once. <laughs> once is enough. Yeah. <laughs> So I really thought that the um, their banter back and forth between Jen's character and Trevor's character was a lot of fun too. What do you think about that? Yeah, I would agree. They had a lot of fun dialogue for sure. Yeah. So a tiger cruise. Did you know that this was a thing? I Apparently tiger cruises are the place to go to um, meet people. So I guess I should sign up for one the first chance I get. I mean, you should after after COVID and after the pandemic, we're gonna. <laughs> Let me make it quarantine. Oh, it's quarantine. <laughs> oh yeah, you 
know what? We could you could you could take some of the other girls from our podcast. There you go. With you. Let's quarantine together. It's all good. Yeah. Okay. Amy, Caroline, Rachel. Who else? That's it. Yeah, you four. <laughs> we're, we're gonna, you know what? Carrie, Cammy, and I mean the rest of y'all can come too. Yeah, we'll take our spouses who are not clearly military. We'll just dress them up as a military person and take us on a tiger cruise. But our sole mission is to get you guys on a tiger cruise so you guys can find your Hallmark unk. Boom. There we go. Done. write that movie. So Maddie's sole purpose in a kind of a roundabout way through finding this journal from a military naval pilot, I believe, it's also to kind of... Um, show Billy the spirit of Christmas and her um I'm sorry Billy's dad who's the captain Captain Chet he is literally like I am shipping Billy and Maddie together <laughs> like you can see it. he's got that glint in his eye and when he was like Billy you're gonna show Maddie around that's an order it's just a little little matchmaking yeah and you can't disobey a direct order even if no. from your dad like and he's captain. I mean, he's yeah. like it's all about the rank, admiral guys. or whatever. He's high up. Can't say no to that. So, Mm-mm. but I thought it was funny where he kind of does that little smirk. And he's like, I got you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you, you Christmas my boy right up. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. But we find out a lot of different things about these characters. Like, um at first glance because maddie surprisingly had not been on a tiger cruise at all which was surprising for me because i'm like you're a navy brat like did your Mm -hmm. parents just like leave you home with an aunt (laughs) or something and like they go on it or like how did that work um so i was trying to figure out where the tie-ins were for that and then we find out that billy also has a disdain for christmas because his parents were divorced shortly after and then his dad was not home a lot and so there's a lot of deep rooted feelings with these characters um and so Maddie decides to go on this tiger cruise for her sister because she's about to go fly in this very 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 expensive jet um and then I think I mean what do you think do you think that Maddie had some kind of kind of that guilt because she does allude to the guilt of not going on the tiger cruises when her father Mm -hmm. was alive um but do you think it was more a, a guilt thing or was it more of a I'm stressed from work and I need to get out of here thing maybe a little bit of everything and mm-hmm. like also like you know if she doesn't go then she's not going to be with her family you know doing all this stuff too yeah. so you know having that connection with family too so I think I think it was multiple things I don't know if it was just like one singular thing yeah yeah one other piece that I found um revealing of the character especially with Maddie as we're kind of um like we're revealing the layers to her character um she and Billy Maddie and Billy have this chemistry it's very undeniable they're like traipsing through New York showing Maddie showing Billy the spirit of Christmas and making him drink hot cocoa and like (laughs) taking him to a a train museum thing Mm -hmm. um but we find out that her father died in a training accident, um, which means to me, it was a freak accident. Like it should have mm-hmm. never happened. Right. Um, and that is why Maddie is very resistant to Billy's romantic advances. Um, 
Because that first, and I know, so, okay, if you're new here, you have to know, Jess is not a romantic. So this is probably going to become a lot for me, but, (laughs) um, but for me, I was kind of like, why? No, he's, 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 he's warming up to you, Maddie. Like he's, he's, he's opening up. He's taking (laughs) that stuff. Don't, don't pull away from the kiss. I mean, come on, military guy, come on. But then I had to back out and be like, okay, wait a second. Hold on, hold on. Put yourself in Mm -hmm. Maddie's shoes and realize that she lost her father. And her mom said she was a daddy's girl in a sense. Um, Her father really, you know, he, I mean, he loved both his daughters, but he had a special connection with his, with his oldest daughter, Maddie there. Um, So like for me, I had to give myself a little, I had to like pull myself back and go, okay. You know, she, she lost somebody really important to her and she married a military man. I mean, there's a lot of unknowns with that. Lots of risks, Mm -hmm. especially with him being a pilot too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I'd agree. I think like at first, you know, she kind of got caught up in the the story and being with him and they did have great chemistry. Um, mm-hmm. especially when they were in New York, like that whole like day was just perfect. Like from them, like being at the train station, him with a little kid and their dinner and then like running to catch the <laughs> ship. <laughs> like that whole thing was just really, really adorable. Um, but I also think the conflict was really well done. And I can't say that about like a lot of Hallmark movies, you know, we have the same conflicts over and over. Um, but especially when they were like, I don't know where, the, where exactly they were. I think it was after after the cruise was done mm-hmm. and they had the conversation like near the bench. Oh, and, yes. Oh, that, like that's, we'll get, probably get there later. But I just thought they did that conflict really well and how they, they handled it. Yeah. And it's a real fear. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you're, if you marry someone in the military, you have a lot more to deal with than just somebody else off the street. Yeah. Um, military families sacrifice a lot. I mean, between deployments and like the risks, especially during war and you have mm-hmm. your spouse deployed in a very dangerous area, you have training accidents. Um, being you, gone long periods of time. Yeah, being gone long periods of time, having to go to training every so often, missing events with your family. Um, I mean, I've known so many people who have missed the birth of their child, or they've missed a wedding of a family member, or um, we 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 knew somebody who lost their son very in a freak accident. It was a training thing, like shouldn't have happened. And there was a freak accident that happened. It was very, very tragic. So there's a lot, um, there's a lot that goes into that. So I mean, I totally understand Maddie's fear there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very valid, a very Mm -hmm. valid fear. Yeah, for sure. So let's really quick dive in to the quote unquote letter story. It's more of a journal story because (laughs) Maddie's like being nosy and she finds these archives and she's looking for a story herself. She's a reporter. She finds this journal written by a man named Sam. And in it, there is a beautiful rendition done of a lady who is like a ballet dancer or something like that. And we find out that Sam has this crush on this lady and it's just very romantic. And Maddie is all for it. Billy doesn't really give a care. He's like, whatever. Well, I'm just going to pacify you with all this. But she gets so invested in this story and she had to know what happened to Sam. And we find out later that this lady's name is Dorothy and she had a 
a dance studio. So they trips over to the dance studio and they're like, oh yeah, she was my teacher, but she moved. Don't know who mm -hmm. she married. And so they, it's like all these things. Um, now for you, what did you think about this? Aside the romantic part. <laughs> um, it gave me a new appreciation for reporters because, you know, I would just like read this journal and be like, oh, that's like interesting. But like, I mean, she like really dug deep and like really stretched to like, go for this story. I mean, they went to that guy like in the in the records. I don't know who he was. Yeah, yeah, the guy in the records. Yeah, whatever. I forget his name. But they went to him. They they went to the ballet. So I mean, they like really track this story together, and that's a lot of persistence to go for like, a story and to really be invested in it. And um, you know, I think like you know her pursuing this story, you know, kind of helps change her perspective about kind of, well, through that and her mother and stuff, but mm -hmm. her perspective on like being like a, marrying a military man or having mm -hmm. a military family and things like that. So right. it was really like a, a journey for her as well. Right. Were you surprised at the results at the ending of that letter story, quote unquote? No, I don't think so. No. Like, did you think he died or did you think he was alive? Did you think that they got married? I mean, that's kind of where my question was. Sorry. Oh, I, was oh, saying, I, I wasn't invested in the story enough. I don't think I really had speculation. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't Maddie. Okay. I didn't, it sounds horrible. She was more like the Billy, you know, she's yeah, like, just like, whatever, we'll see where this goes. Yeah. But, um, I don't think I had any speculations. I was like, oh, okay. They're there. They'll happily ever after. Great. It's awesome. <laughs> See, this is why I'm doing this podcast episode with you because I was fully invested in this. I think I was almost slightly more invested in this love story than I was with Billy and Maddie. <laughs> I see how it's total opposite. If I was leading this podcast, I'd be like, what letter story? Let's talk about Billy and Maddie. What happened there? Um, for me, I, okay. So I thought that Sam died. I, I literally thought, like, I thought that we were going to find out that they got married or something or either they got married and then he was shipped off again and he died mm -hmm. or they were betrothed and he died and she lived out his legacy I don't know volunteering continuing with the USO etc so I was actually pleasantly surprised that um they actually he was a he was a POW and he was missing for seven years um, and then he found his way back to mm -hmm. Dorothy and then they lived happily ever after. Um, and I will say too, the other thing back to the whole reporter thing, it surprised me in the best way possible that Maddie put two and two together with the call sign on the plane, Picasso, mm -hmm. with the restaurant. Yeah. I had totally forgotten about that. Yeah. And I was like, that's just the most random connection you know mm -hmm. like so crazy those reporters <laughs> those reporters they did investigative minds yeah all righty before we wrap this one up call signs call sign is kind of like your nickname in the military kind of like if you watch top gun mav goose iceman um and then in this the movie <laughs> billy is the grinch amelia is daddy's girl <laughs> would you give do you have a um call sign you can give me a call sign because i have one for you oh goodness <laughs> put me on the spot <laughs> i know uh 
the mop for me. I'm going to give you the mop. <laughs> See how well we know each other. <laughs> you were totally the mop. If you were, you, you it's going to be written there, like the mop. Yeah. And for those of you who don't listen to Deliver Me a podcast, which is where I got this nickname, it's because I don't cry a lot during movies, um, hardly ever really um and so so they call me the mop because i'm the one mopping up everyone else's tears because i'm not crying (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile cammy and i um are gushing and crying and filling up our buckets with tears Mm -hmm. so that is where i have endearingly and lovingly given jess the call sign nickname the mop mop. there you go (laughs) i will proudly wear it yay uh but i don't know for you you can think on it you know what come back to me in our dms and um let me know (laughs) (laughs) i'll think on that (laughs) yeah think on that and hey any of you the frequently frequent listeners of the hallmarkies podcast if you guys have any nicknames for the eight of us on the podcast that would be like Rachel, Amy, me, Jess, Cammie, Carrie, Anne, and Caroline, let us know because that would be such a fun discussion. Yes. Be kind. (laughs) Yes, but be kind. (laughs) Any other thoughts about this movie before we wrap it up? Um, I will say I really enjoyed this scene um, where it was at the end when um, Maddie is talking to her mother and I thought Barbara did such a good job with this scene and, and just kind of explaining like her father's career and that it wasn't mm-hmm. like, even though it like took his life, that like didn't mean it was like a bad thing. I guess yeah. I forget the actual words. It was, it was really powerful. And I thought it was a very moving scene. Um, so I really enjoyed that part. Yeah, I will say the one negative thing I will say about this movie, it didn't have enough Barbara Niven in it. Yeah, we want more Barbara Niven. One more Barbara Niven. We want want more Mama Niven. She told me I can call her mom. She did. We want more. We want more. She because she's everybody's favorite Hallmark mom. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, um, but yeah, the the scenes that she the scenes that she was in like definitely made an impact. And that last one too, I was like, there goes mom dropping the bomb right there. Like I know she was like. Mm she really was very honest with Maddie in that moment you know I I that made a big difference for her too because mm-hmm. that was when Maddie was like she she changed her viewpoint which affected what she wrote in the paper mm-hmm. which then affected her relationship with Billy so mm-hmm. yeah yeah fun times how many how what are we doing crowns candy canes stars <laughs> I don't know. Uh, How many Christmas doohickeys would you give this one? <laughs> a Grand Santa? No. <laughs> um, I gave it uh, 3.75. So I really liked the chemistry and I liked the relationship and like that thing, but the letter story just wasn't enough for me to get invested in. Um, mm-hmm. So I gave it a 3.75. Yeah. I gave it a four. I was invested. I gave it a solid four. So. It's definitely in my top, top 10. Oh, that I've watched. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This one was good. I love this one. So, 
Let us know what you thought about USS Christmas. Um, and now we are going to dive into If I Only Had Christmas, starring Candace Cameron Bure. The queen of Christmas herself. The queen of Christmas, of course. And somebody who we haven't seen in Hallmark in a very long time. Kind of like William Austin, but we'll get into that <laughs> in a little bit. Warren Christie. Hello. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I've seen him in a Hallmark movie. But yeah, the last time we saw Warren Christie in, at, uh, in a Hallmark movie was way back in 2014, actually. Oh, so yeah. it has been a while. Welcome uh, back, Warren. Welcome back and phenomenal job, let me tell you. Yeah, this one, uh, well, actually, before I start, I have a confession to make. And I know Hallmarkies that I am going to get so judged right now. <laughs> but the first time that I saw The Wizard of Oz was just a few days ago. <laughs> and I only watched it so I would get the references in this movie. Okay. I'm Insert not- judgment. <laughs> Cone of shame. <laughs> I, I'm not giving out any cones of shames or, you know, naughty elves on the shelves and, you know... <laughs> messing up just got put on the knife or whatever yeah but I'm not gonna lie maybe it was just me I am a child I'm a product of the 90s where in elementary school when we had a substitute teacher she always or he always bribed us with a movie (laughs) at the end of the day if we were really good and usually it was like one of three movies Hook, The Wizard of Oz, or Bane poor babe so random I know super random but when I found out that Jess had never seen the Wizard of Oz and she's like we're not like she's a little younger than I am but like not that much younger I was like two years did you not grow up in the 90s now Hallmarkies let me know if you were a child of the 90s was it just my school that did that I grew up in the northeast so maybe that makes a difference but like maybe well, I see. I went to Catholic school, and so when we oh. had movie, we always watched *The Prince of Egypt*. That was our go-to movie. We watched oh. it like every year, and I still love that movie. So there was no *Wizard of Oz*. We just watched *The Prince of Egypt*. Okay, if you went to Catholic school, yeah, verify also, that. Did verify you watch that. The Prince of Egypt? <laughs> Sidebar: It's nothing Christmas-related anymore. But yes, *Wizard of Oz*. If you were a public elementary school, Wizard of Oz, Catholic school, Prince of Egypt, debunk our theories, please. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about If I Only Had Christmas, which is about Kansas City publicist Darcy ventures to the Emerald Educational Trust for the job of a lifetime, helping VP Glenn Goodman and his team find the know-how, courage, and heart. To help a charity in need for Christmas, Darcy and Glenn begin to realize they have everything in common. However, Glenn's surprise revelation at the big Christmas gala just may put an end to their promising romance before it has really gotten started, starring Candace Cameron Bure and Warren Christie. So Jess, in fun fact, Hallmarkies, we are recording this literally an hour after it has mm-hmm. premiered. So this is very, it's very fresh. fresh. <laughs> initial thoughts on this movie? Um, my initial thoughts were, I loved it. <laughs> I, 
I, um, so back to my previous, you know, announcement of judgment here. I, I did not really like the Wizard of Oz movie <laughs> when I watched it. Um, but I like this fun interpretation of the Wizard of Oz. And I was pleasantly surprised because sometimes with these homework adaptations of like really um, popular movies, it's a very loose adaptation, maybe a reference here or there. This movie really embraced the story of the, not only the story of the Wizard of Oz, but there was like references everywhere. I mean, it was so cleverly written. It just blew me away. Yes. It blew me away too because when they were like a loose adaptation, I'm like, all right, all right, I got you, Glenn Goodman, Glinda the Good Witch. Um, but when I was watching this, I was like, I'm like writing all my notes, right? Oh yeah, and I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> I keep pausing because I'm like, oh, reference, oh, reference, and you know, I just watched it like three days ago or whatever, so it was very fresh in my mind. All these references to the to the original movie, and I was like. It was so fun. I just thought it added like a lot of, I don't know, I don't know what the word is. It, it, fun and heart and just yeah, lightheartedness to the film. Yeah, so it was it was a really fun film. Now I will say I'm a little sad that nobody threw water into uh, Winona. That nobody threw water into Winona's face and have her scream or something oh. because we needed a water witch moment. <laughs> But it's Hallmark, so the Wicked Witch turned actually turned out to be a nice witch in the end, so. That's true. That's true. Which, That's a twist. That is a twist, for sure. This movie, the teleplay, was written by Sarah Montana, which, um, so Sarah Montana, she's a, she was a newer writer to Hallmark, I think, last year, 2019, and she did Love to the Rescue and Two Turtle Doves. Oh, well, now it's all making sense because uh, those are both really great movies. I know. I know. Um, I saw that really fast when it like showed it at the very beginning. It said teleplay by Sarah Montana. And mm -hmm. I was like, expectations are high now. Yeah. I, I mean, the writing was fantastic. And now, yeah, like I said, like Two Turtle Doves was my number one last year. So, I mean, I'm not surprised at all. Actually, Two Turtle Doves was my number one. And I think Love to the Rescue is my number one last year, too, for like non-Christmas. Um, and Sarah three movies in the row for you oh like a standing ovation <laughs> I should insert some clapping right yeah. here yeah and but but Hallmarkies we do have one question for you did you catch an over the rainbow reference because neither Casey or I did and we're curious if we missed it was there an over the rainbow reference in this movie if you found it let us know please do let us know because that one's driving us a little crazy <laughs> And we don't have time to watch it again. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about um, Darcy really fast and we'll go into the meet cute. So she is a publicist. She is up for the creative campaign of the year. She loses the award to somebody else. Someone named Annie. I mean, mm. very <laughs> disappointing. But then we wouldn't have a movie. So I guess it's forgivable. We'll let Annie get her little award or whatever. <laughs> Yay, Annie. Yay, Annie. Uh, and so they find out news that Austin Inc., another company, they're going through some really bad publicity right now. And they need somebody, they need help. Um, their CEO, William Austin, is gone. Basically, he's disappeared. He's digitally disappeared. Nobody knows what he looks like, where he is, where he's gone. He's just poof out of the picture. Um, 
Darcy's brother sister-in-law worked with a foundation called the Emerald Education Trust the year before and they were talking about how great it was um and Darcy discovers that William Austin is on the board of this so she's pitching the idea of hey let's humanize William Austin to bring up Austin Inc's face in the public eye because right mm -hmm. now it's not doing so hot um and so she sets up a meeting with the vp who we later find out his name is glenn goodman um and glenn says if you do a great job i'll introduce you to william austin so come up here to connecticut and so darcy gail dies and now let's talk about the meet cute moment <laughs> darcy open mouth <laughs> insert <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about this interaction um i thought it was hilarious <laughs> it was really fun uh she was very very open with a stranger <laughs> I will say that. um and yeah she she really put her foot in her mouth because she just kept going on and on and oh my gosh and his like responses and how he just kind of kept like looking at her like mm -hmm, yeah and, and and whatever and you know does he end his sentences or does he end his text messages with a period that's so passive aggressive <laughs> like you're just like totally like playing with her and i i thought it was i thought it was hilarious <laughs> i loved it oh i did too i was like oh you keep going darcy you're about to get a surprise yeah because like at first i'm like how did she not like realize that was him because she knows she's meeting him but she mm -hmm. was she arrived early so she mm -hmm. didn't expect him to to be there yet um because right. like, at first i'm like why why are you not realizing this is probably who you're meeting but yeah. <laughs> oh goodness yeah but i mean good on glenn for getting an unfiltered opinion yeah i mean mm -hmm. I feel like that maybe helped him a little bit yeah. more. There's no, there's no curtain about, you know, how, <laughs> what she thinks. No, there was no curtain there at <laughs> all, at all. Um, all right, so let's dive into all of the references. Oh my goodness, <laughs> so many. So many. Okay, so we have Darcy Gale for Dorothy Gale. Yeah, let's start with the names maybe. <laughs> yes, Darcy Gale, Dorothy, Dorothy Gale. Gale. Yep. Glenn Goodman. Glenda the Good. Glenda the Good. Um, Bobo. Bobo, yes. Toto, Bobo. Bobo and Toto. Then we have, and I'm not going to lie, I had to, I had Wikipedia up and Google up. So I'm like, okay, name. Type in name, Wizard of Oz, enter. And I'm like, there's the connection. So um, Darcy has two brothers, Huck and Zeke. Mm -hmm. They were the farmhands. So the farmhands of the of Wizard of Oz were Huck, Zeke, and Hickory. So you get Hunk and Hickory together. You get Huck, <laughs> yes. and you get Zeke. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that was fun. And then Darcy's dad is Henry, Uncle Henry. Mm -hmm. And then he remarried a lady named Emma, Auntie M. For Auntie M. Um, and then these three these are my favorites Jackie Crow Dr. Bridget Tinsley and Riley <laughs> Lyons which hmm. that sounds sort of familiar 
sort of familiar just kind of like the scarecrow the tin man mm -hmm. and the lion and they all had personalities to match they did let's talk about that really fast i okay so jackie crow um so she's the scarecrow, the scarecrow. which i love how she's like hiding no behind the computer just like dorothy didn't realize you know that the scarecrow was like alive yeah i'm like oh my gosh Dog, it was so clever yes it was clever it was very clever and i was i really appreciated how like they developed that like jackie wasn't a dunce you know mm -hmm. she was just very maybe a little more insecure about her abilities yeah. and she very, encouragement she did she needed a little push to be brave and to just share her amazing ideas mm -hmm. And then you had Dr. Bridget Tinsley, which Tin Man had no heart. And at first I was kind of like, um, she's a little stiff. A little stiff. A little, little brusque all about the facts. Like, yeah. Um, she wore gray, which I thought was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, y'all. <laughs> um, but when she started going off about, um, when they had that little team meeting in the middle yeah. of the movie, and she was talking about like facts and statistics and these things. And she's like, I'm sorry if this comes off cold. And I was like, Tin Man, you're here. <laughs> yes. And well, and I love that scene too, because it was, it was a nice story element too. I think when this, you know, getting into like the whole like storyline of like the, the educational center and like, you know, doing things for the students and the teachers. And she's like, it's not just about like the holiday fluff and people, you know, checking it off their list for one time, like we have needs that sustain longer than that, you know, mm -hmm. that people just, you know, doing right. something a little whimsical and fun for the holidays and kind of feeling good about themselves. So she made a very valid point. Oh, totally did. Just needed a, to be a little touch warmer, you know? <laughs> yeah. I will say too, those three, I thought were fantastically cast. They were, oh, I love yes. the casting for them. Yeah. So good job casting person. Good job, casting person. Um, and then Riley Lyons, who was the quote unquote cowardly line, which he wasn't cowardly. That's the thing. He was just, he had a fear of speaking in public. I mean, who doesn't have a fear of speaking in public, to be honest with you? <laughs> um, but my favorite part is when they do the dance. Yes. Oh my goodness. And when he sings too, when they're in little like studio, oh my gosh, that guy, whoever plays him can really sing. He can. I, like, was, I, was, I was impressed. I was like, keep, just keep, you just keep singing to me. I'll sit here and listen all day. I know for real. I'll match you <laughs> up with Laura Osnes. You guys can do like a duet type thing musical together. Dance. Yeah. There you go. We've it's had fantastic. a very musical, very musical lineup for, uh, for Hallmark this year. So absolutely. Uh, Jeremy Jordan. I mean, the list can go on and on. Um, so that was, those were really fun. They also had like the light maze or the corn maze. We had a reference to Fiero. Mm -hmm. which, uh, the the um, Emerald yes. City was the Emerald, uh, what, what was the actual name of the? Emerald um, Education Trust. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, uh, education thing. Yes. Yep. And then yeah. we also had Kansas City, Elm Street, Gum PR. That is a reference because Judy Garland's actual name is Frances Ethel Gum. Oh, I did not know that. Good one, Casey. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. uh, we had William Austin as the Wizard of 
Oz. But um, Austin. <laughs> that one took me a while. Like I kind of put together that he was like the the Wizard of Oz because he was like hiding behind the facade of um whatever uh, Glenn Goodman. Mm-hmm. But it took me a minute to get the naming, and because William Austin, you have to kind of like. I had to sound it out a little bit. I'm like, oh, I see what they did there. That was a stretch. I, I mean, liked it though. <laughs> I, I did like it too. I, I did like it too. I, I did text Jess and I was like, William Austin, like what the heck is this? And she's like, William Wizard. <laughs> Just imagine that right now. And then Austin. <laughs> it's simple, like he was kind of like here at his alliteration, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that one was stretchier, but I think it was a little more rewarding to find. It was for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then we had other line references like the flying monkeys. That one made me laugh out loud. And uh, lions, tigers, bears. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. That one was fun too. Um, so with Darcy's character. I almost called her Dorothy there for a second, but that was the difference. (laughs) To be honest with you, she just didn't wear like blue gingham. Yeah, I was kind of expecting that to show up somewhere. Not obviously like in the same format because it's not fitting with the fashion of the times, but I kind of like expected something to have a pattern like that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there was and I didn't catch it. Homer Beast, if you spotted it, let us know. Yeah. I did not see it. But I guess blue gingham is more of a summer thing. And this was what Christmas, so forgivable. But next time, Hallmark, slide it in there. You know, could be a tablecloth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, what were your other favorite moments from this movie? Um, I got me. Hang on. I think I mostly. I mean. I don't know if I had like really favorite moments. I just, I just think I was really tickled by all the references because it never stopped. And it was, it was the names, but it was also the broader storyline. Mm-hmm. And um, like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I thought the story had a lot of heart as well. Um, and it was, it was just fun. It was a fun movie. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I like that the dynamics of the two characters of Glenn and of Darcy were so dynamically different because you have peppy, perky uh, Darcy, and then you had curmudgeon-y <laughs> Glenn, um, who she also shows the spirit of Christmas to, and you had all the fun references and mm-hmm. all of the... Um, the little tie-ins to the Wizard of yeah. Oz. I did. I did really like the scene where they all uh, went up to the office together down the yellow brick road, um, <laughs> and, and had the meeting with uh, Winona and like how they like all stood up for her and like mm-hmm. things that she had taught them and yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was really like, like I said, oh. it has had a lot of heart and like a lot of like good kind of like lesson kind of moments thrown yeah. in. Yeah. Winona, that's another reference. Winona West. Wicked Witch, Witch of the West. West. And if you notice, she wears black. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish that she had a green hanky or something. Maybe like a little like necktie or something. And, a scarf. Yeah, a fashion scarf. scarf. Fashion it's scarf. It's Christmas. It would not have been out of character. It would have been perfect. Totally you know? perfect. Oh, but we haven't gotten to the biggest reference. The shoes. Yes, the <laughs> shoes. Oh, 
Those are beautiful shoes. Yeah, I, I see. I will say I'm a little surprised she didn't know clicking of the heels. They made a clicking heels reference, mm-hmm. um, but she never actually, at least that I saw. I mean, there was like the tapping with, with the dance, but never yeah. an actual like click click going on there. Yeah, I, I kind of. She should have done that when she left. Yeah. When they have their um, their conflict come to fruition and they're standing in the hallway we'll get into that in just a second but she should have just stood there for a second take a deep breath clicked her heels and said there's no place like home and then poof back to kansas city she goes (laughs) oh my gosh so what do you think of the conflict i think we all figured out that william austin was gonna be (laughs) was glenn goodman but for me i mean i knew that but i have to say like we just talked about with USS Christmas, a lot of Hallmark conflicts are kind of like, nah. and sometimes they're not played out as well. But man, let me tell you, there was some tension. And the actors did an amazing job. Like Warren, Christie, and Candace, like amazing job at the, you could, you could just cut their tension with a butter knife. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah I'll agree that that conflict scene um was really well done because you know we knew exactly what was going to happen um but I felt like it didn't like the overall action that happened yes totally saw it coming but I kind of like like the diet like the dialogue tends to be the same sometimes in these movies with the conflict yes and I felt like here the dialogue was not the same and I liked how she was very direct and was like you know how I feel I'm hurt like she just like this is like what I'm feeling and was very mm-hmm. open about it. Like usually they just kind of like get in the huff and like run away. But mm-hmm. I feel like she's like, I'm just hurt. Like that's, that's all I can really say is, yeah. you know, cause he did kind of portray her trust mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. So. I mean, he portrayed, he, he pretended he was somebody he was not, but he was, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. Glenn is actually William austin um (laughs) and he also he also reveals this very unconventionally to be honest with you um yeah because like they're at this gala thing and he's like let me reveal the people behind the curtain and he's like jackie crow and tinsley and lions they're amazing Mm -hmm. he dropped a bomb on her like him her and everybody else because they were all like wait what because like go ahead i was gonna say because like nobody knew who the ceo was and nobody knew who the vp was either because they never made a face and we find that out in the beginning so like everyone's like he's just like let me drop a bomb on you it's kind Mm -hmm. of like undercover boss but like (laughs) yeah and not a cool way because he's not about to give you like ten thousand dollars of money in a new car and pay yeah. for your child's education <laughs> and but i think that's kind of you know kind of the reason too she was so hurt was like he didn't even give her the courtesy of telling her before he told the entire room of people like he could have brought her aside and, and like like just let her know before he tells the entire like world you know right. yeah like she earned that from him yeah and i <laughs> feel like it kind of came out of left field yeah just i mean not that his like the way he revealed it i yeah. mean I would think he would just be like, hey, got to tell you something either before or after. Yeah. 
but Although no. it's not uh, it's not really out of character for him because he's pretending in the very first scene we uh they're, they're together in and then he also randomly talks about his wife and kids that don't exist <laughs> that's true that one came out all the field too i was like what, what kind of joke is that <laughs> i thought it was kind of funny because it was different but like i'm like he has a tendency of pulling these things that yeah out of thin air um but I wonder if that was like maybe kind of like a play too on the fact that the Wizard of Oz played all these characters um, in oh, the movie. Like it was mm-hmm. more like it played like several parts. It yes. wasn't the Wizard of Oz. It was the gatekeeper and the carriage driver person, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so I don't know if that was a nod to that. It was all these like fake personas kind of he had going on <laughs> in oh. multiple identities. Okay. Okay. I can dig it. I can dig it. Okay put my thinking cap on here (laughs) yeah i mean okay so i've seen the wizard of oz a million times so i haven't seen it in like 20 years so see you have to be like me and only see it one time but see it fresh (laughs) (laughs) again this is why we're doing the podcast episode together perfect match (laughs) perfect match um but oh the other thing i was gonna say with the conflict scene when they're staying in the hallway Mm -hmm. warren christie's eyes and candace's eyes are like both welling up but they don't misty. cry they so get misty, misty. they were me they, they got a little misty sometimes but they don't actually cry yes yes but the acting was brilliant in that scene i mean oh the they're con- like actually like warren's eyes were like red like they actually like were colored like, yes. like he was like welling up i know that the acting the acting in this was just fantastic like I mean, did did we really expect anything less? You know? I honestly, it's <laughs> Candace's movie. Yeah, <laughs> the Queen of Christmas. She got the whole night to herself. You know, she did. She did. She did. Any other thoughts with this movie? Um, I did like the very last, well, one of the very last scenes uh, with Winona when she's like, "Fly!" <laughs> As he was leaving, I was like, "Oh, that's another good reference." Yeah, Yay, my pretty. My pretties, and I, I really do love how he just shows up on Christmas Eve and he's like confessing all these things to her. And she's like, We're gonna talk, I promise, but just not now because my family's like right here. And then all of a sudden, they're like, hey, Hello, Glenn Williams. This is what you're saying, William. Yes, there you go. And then they finally talk and then they kiss at the end. and Oh, oh we didn't <laughs> talk about no we didn't the mid- we saw the same kiss. and he kisses her on the cheek oh that's not what i was gonna say oh because <laughs> we did not have the same thought <laughs> just kidding i was gonna say his kiss on the cheek to her yeah. was just very like very swoony but that was all I was going to say on that. Jess, <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to say the whole thing we forgot to mention that, that he was getting like another um, division and it was going to be in Kansas City. And so mm-hmm. he was moving there. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about that. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun, that I really like that too, because a lot of these times you have like somebody going somewhere and it's like, I don't know let's go to the corporate world or let's quit the jobs altogether or whatever but or the let's quit my very very corporate job to run the santa shop i mean how is that sustainable (laughs) (laughs) true true but a new division that makes sense because Mm -hmm. when a company gets bigger they've got to find somewhere to go they gotta expand they've got to expand and sometimes you have to pick a place where it makes sense for the market so Mm -hmm. 
Kansas City. No place like home. No place like home. Click, click. <laughs> Any last thoughts? Um, I don't have anything else. I don't either. I love this movie. I thought it was fantastic. Of course, Sarah Montana, Candace Cameron Bure, The Wizard of Oz reference. Everything. Amazing. All the casting, all the acting, all the writing. We applaud you. We applaud you. So how many Christmas doohickeys are you going to give this one? (laughs) I gave it 4.75, just shy (gasps) of five. Ooh, you know, I think I'm going to give it the same thing because this is top. This is one of my tops. That's fantastic. All right, Hallmarkies. We hope you enjoyed our little crazy banter about USS Christmas. And if I only had Christmas, let us know what your rankings are. Let us know what kind of doohickeys you would give these two movies. (laughs) And we will be back um, sometime in the near future to review yet another movie. Um, so the very special connection to both of us. <gasps> yes. We're excited about that. We are excited about <laughs> take that. Take your guesses. Take your guess. You won't guess, but take them. Yes. I will give you a hint. I have a connection to it because I mentioned in one of the works of the original author of said movies. I interviewed said author on this Ooh. podcast. Fucking okay, now they might guess. <laughs> Well, they may not. They may not. I don't, I don't know. know. They may not. They may not. I, when I found this book lovers out, might guess. Book lovers, book lovers yes. might guess. I appear in one of these authors' books. Mm-hmm. Just interviewed the author. Mm-hmm. That happened like freak accident type thing. You'll have to hear about that story later. Oh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. That. Oh, we do. And I have to just say, when I found out that Jess was interviewing this person, I was on vacation. And I almost flipped a table in the best way possible. It's true. Like hands moving so fast. And my husband was like, I couldn't get words out because I was so flabbergasted and so excited and so jealous all at the same time. It's kind of like on Friends when Rachel is like, I'm so happy for you, but so sad for me. <laughs> like, like 90% happy and 10% jealous. <laughs> yes. So 60-40. It's no big deal. I'm going to get to talk to her though one day. We could interview her again about the upcoming movie related. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Hallmarkies, Mm -hmm. let us know which which movie are we talking about that Mm -hmm. we'll be back for. But until then, Jess, where can people follow you? You can find me at JessBSWblog on Instagram and on Twitter. And you can find me at Hallmark My Words on Twitter, and we will see you soon. If we don't see you here on the Hallmarks podcast, we will see you on Deliver Me a Podcast, which drops an episode every Tuesday. You can also follow the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. And also go check out the merch store because we have a lot of Christmassy things for you. So go check it out and um, check out, I don't know, there may be sales not really sure about that but it's fun you can get masks notebooks mugs cups stock up on your christmas presents for your favorite hallmarky so until next time bye bye guys